guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. Tonight, we're, we're starting a series called Shift. Um, have you ever, so all of you, none of you, who drives? No, you don't drive. So, okay, we have a few. Faith, I know faith drives. So when you drive, there are, there are two types of cars. There's an automatic and a, a manual, right? So an automatic car is a car that shifts by itself. It shifts gears by itself. So the, the more you press the pedal for the acceleration down to speed up, it will shift gears on its own so you don't have to worry about manually shifting. So tonight we're going to talk about automatic shifts and next week we're going to talk about manual shifts. And when I was in college, um, the there was a friend of mine who had an, a manual car, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you should tr- like I'll teach you how to how to drive it, whatever." It was a pretty expensive car, from what I understand. It was like a Mazda whatever six. I don't know. It was it was cool back then. I don't know if they're cool now, but back in the day, they're probably vintage now. Um, so. It was manual and it was newer, and he was like, "Yeah, you should do it." I'm like, I thought it was a good idea, so I got in the car in the driver's seat, and he's showing me. We're in the parking lot of the school, and um, I went to, I followed all of his instructions, and I went to shift it into second gear after I went going like got going like ten miles an hour or so, whatever. He's like, "All right, shift it now." I forgot to push, there's a clutch, it's called a clutch. I forgot to push the clutch down to shift it. So in order to shift, you had to physically push another pedal down, then shift, and then push the gas all like simultaneously, and it blew my head, and I, and so like we like kicked. Like, you ever in a car and it like, the transmission kicks? I don't know if, you know, like... Like we, I've had old cars where like I'm trying to go up a hill and then all of a sudden like it kicks into the next gear and it's like, whoa, okay. All right. We're there. Um, that's, so I feel like, uh, I didn't break his car, but that's what it felt like because if you ever, ever experienced that, it's, it scares you and it makes all kinds of noises. But tonight we're talking about automatic shifts and we're going to talk about, um, Shifts that God puts in our lives that we have zero control over, okay? Um, A lot of times, there are things that we go through and experience that we just don't have control over. And how many of you have ever been in a situation where something unexpectedly comes or happens in your life and you have to deal with it, like you have to shift and go that direction because you have no other, like it's just, it's automatic. Like you have no control over the situation, right? So I, I mean, I've had plenty of those. Um, and, and we're like, Apex is in a shift right now, right? That, that you, we didn't plan for. We, God just, God spoke to Pastor Chris and Sam and God's going to speak to the next leader that's going to come in. And and they're all in, in shifting modes right now, and we're in a shift. We're kind of in that limbo shift where it's like, okay, you know, we have awesome leaders, and we have we have a great staff here who are going to take us through that. But it's still something unexpected, right? 
Um, it's still something that we have to deal with. I'll share personally for me, um, my, so part of my testimony uh, is when I was your age, in the range of like 14, 15, 16, I was probably 15 at the time. Um, I was in youth group and I was very involved. I played the drums on the youth worship band. Uh, you know, we, we went to church every Wednesday. Um, but my life was not perfect at home. And um, we, my dad had struggled with addiction to um, alcohol and to other things. Um, so all growing up, I dealt with that. I, we dealt with that struggle. And when I was 15, I remember coming home and this was one of the biggest, like unexpected shifts that God ever put on my life and put us, put me through personally. Um, I came home, my youth pastor and my senior pastor were on my porch and they told me that my dad had passed away. Um, and for me as a teenager, that was like the biggest unexpected shift that you could get, right? Having someone that, you know, you care for, you love or close to you pass away like that. And I'm only telling you this so that you can get to know me better because I know I'm new here, but I want to, I want you to understand that. I I was Amanda, Jill, Dave, Derek, all of us, Elijah. We were all where you are, were, or will be. Um, we have gone through things that are horrendous. We have gone through things that are exciting. We have gone through um, our teenage years. Um, we've gone through some crappy stuff, right? Um, I lost my dad for me. I lost my dad at a young age. And you might relate with that. You may not relate with that. But what I will say to you is, it was unexpected. And I know that I can relate to most of you going through something unexpected that is either um, really, really, you know, painful. That can be really, um, that can derail you, right, spiritually. So I had a choice when I was a teenager, when I was, when I was that age, my mom was faithful in church and, um, being in high school, I had a lot of, you know, secular, like a lot of friends who were doing a lot of bad things. And I, I was friends with everybody. I didn't have, you know, and, and I, I had friends who were in church, but for me, I could have let that moment shift me into, um, a road that was, not so good or shift me more onto a road that I was already on. And I'm very thankful for my youth pastor, very thankful for my mom who was solid um, and always made sure that we, we had the opportunity to go to church. If I didn't have those foundations in my life at that point, I don't know I don't know what I would have done. I don't know. And so you might have gone through or you might be going through a situation where you're like, I don't, I, it, this really, 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 really stinks. This really, it's, it's awful, right? Um, 
you have a family here and you might be new here like me. Um, I can tell you coming in as a youth leader, I know it's different than coming in as a student. I get that. Um, I'm going to pick on my son. He told me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So if you don't know, Josh is my son. Um, and I did ask him before uh, becoming a youth leader if he was okay with that because I want to make sure he was comfortable with that. But um, he's he's quiet, right? He's reserved. We all have, you know, but I can tell you that he has things um, just like all of us that we're scared of, that we go through, shifts that happen. Um, we all have a story, right? So I had a choice at a young age, um, and we, Josh coming in new is different, I know, than like a leader coming in new, but I feel like, and I felt like this was a family, like it was very welcoming, um, you know, getting to know each of you is going to be, it's going to take time, just like it's going to take time to get to know Josh, because he's so reserved, I love you, Josh, he can, um, buy a McDonald's later or something, making fun of him. Um, but we have a responsibility to each other, right? So when we see someone that might be struggling, when we see someone that might be quiet or reserved or not themselves, it's okay to ask them, hey, like, are you, are you good? Like, what's going on? You know, and then you may not get an answer from them, but God may give you discernment to pray for them. Okay, you don't know what the next person is going through that's sitting next to you. Um, when I went to youth group and that happened to me, I'm not sure who knew when that happened or or what happened. Um, but I sat next to a lot of people who probably had no clue what I was going through. And so, when we talk about shifts and we talk about taking those shifts, for me. That was a huge shift in my life. And it's okay if you don't want to, um, but how many here have gone through or maybe are going through a shift that's really difficult right now or, or have gone through a shift that was really difficult, right? I know, I know all of you can relate to that. Um, and that's, that's my point. But that's not where God stops. God has a plan. And when we go through a shift that is unexpected, it's scary because sometimes God doesn't show us the full shift, like the full scale. So like we could be in the beginning of the shift where it's scary. We just find out something happened or something, we're going to go through something, uh, you know, and, and, uh, Isaac, I'll use, you know, you as an example, your family as an example with your dad going and, and, you know, not being here. Like, that's a huge shift for your family, right? Ma- major shift. Um, and if you don't know, Isaac's dad is, is, um, is not, he's not going to be home for a while. And he's, um, so that's a shift for, for his family. And we're praying for his family. And so you go through that like, initial, like, shock and awe. And then you might be in the center somewhere where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. God kind of reveals and shows and, and tries to help you through and but he doesn't show you the end still and he wants the point is he wants you to be faithful to him 
through the entire shift. And as scary as some of those things can be that we face, as scary as some of the things can be that you might go through, um, I do know from experience, and I know our leaders would say through experience, that um, as surprising as things might get in life, you can look back and you'll be able to see time after time after time after time after time, God has brought you through every shift in your life because he's ordained it, he's planned it, he's put it into place. He knows what's coming and he knows what the end is. And he knows what he wants to get out of it for you. He knows that you can handle it, but he wants your he wants your faith. He wants your trust in the shift. Um if we look at the Bible, uh, and I'm going to relate this really quickly to um, Noah in the Bible, okay? So, like, this is, how many of you know the story of Noah? Like, it should be, like, you know, like one of those stories. So, in Noah, Noah's in Genesis chapter 6, and if you can believe it or not, God said that mankind was so evil that he was going to wipe the entire race besides Noah's family off the earth and start over. Pretty much is what happened. So I I, I, had a, I struggled with that because I'm like, how, God, how bad could it have been back then versus like now, like on the earth? You know what I mean? But God promised he never would do it again. So we see in Genesis, um, Derek, I don't know if you have the scripture, Genesis chapter 6. It's really small up there for me to see, but uh, no, I can see it good, okay. Um, It says, so now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on the earth was corrupt, So God said to Noah, I've decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout the interior. Make the boat 450 feet long by 75 feet wide. So he's giving Noah instructions. And he goes on to tell Noah that you have found favor with me. You, you and your family are the only ones that have been faithful. And I'm going to spare your family, basically wipe the earth clean. And, I, and because I found, you found favor with God, you are going to um, build an ark and basically restart. Can you imagine being Noah like honestly, like being Noah in that moment, because we know the Bible isn't full of just stories. Like this is real. Like this happened, right? So, can you imagine being in that place where God comes down and He's like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to start over, and I'm going to pick you and your family to build an ark." And he's, whoever saw Evan Almighty, I know it's it's. <laughs> Um, but 
you get the point. Like, that's a funny movie, but it does have some themes that are relevant for today, right? Everyone thought he was crazy. Um, God may give you a revelation. God may give you uh, a word and tell you, I want you to go from here to here. So I'm, I'm taking us from like shifts that are unexpected that might be bad, you know, moments in our lives or, or, or things that we don't like to go through to shifts that are, are maybe scary, but God driven and exciting as well. So you can have, you can have both, you can go through both things, right? There's excitement and there's fear. There's, there's bad and there's good, right? God will bring good out of any kind of bad that's on the earth, but God may be calling you and when you um, eventually like pick a, a direction or a job or career or college you want to go to eventually, like that's a big decision that is scary in your life that God will be calling you through and guiding you through. And so when we look at shifting and these automatic shifts in our lives, um, I know that for us, we're going through a shift in apex, right? We're going through this this uh, shift that God put, you know, brought, and and He's going to bring us through it. It's scary. It's exciting. You could have, you know, other emotions of of you know. I know a lot of like Pastor Chris and Sam. God basically spoke to them and. And they're going through a shift, and it's scary for them, and it's an emotional shift for them. It's an emotional shift for us. But God will bring us through because it's part of his plan. And God's going to bring them through to uh, something that he's called and created for them. And here's the thing about shifting. When you stay, when, when you don't shift, and you stay in one place, you're going to become stagnant. You're going to become, um, you're, you're not going to go very far. Okay. That's why there's different gears in a car. That's why there's different speeds. When you shift, when you get into where God wants you to be and you, you understand and you grab a hold of, okay, God, I don't know why you're doing this. I don't know. You know, I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of emotions about this shift, about what's going on, about this change that's happening, right? But I'm going to trust you and I'm going to go forward in it because I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be left in the same position. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be um, just going, you know, 10 miles an hour down the road. This is just, I don't want anything else in life. This is all I want. God wants you to push the gas and God wants you to trust him and shift. Um, and he's going to bring you to amazing, amazing things. When you look at Noah in the Bible, um, God did an amazing thing through something that was, is just incredible, right? He repopulated the earth through Noah's family. And, um, now we have a promise from God, right? A promise came out of that, that he would never do that again. Uh, but we also have other promises from God that he will bring us through whatever he puts in our path. He will bring us through as long as we're willing to go through that shift. 
Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.